Matthew turns, fakes the give to him, wants the throw. Does. Inside the 10. Caught at the 5. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Marvin Jones. What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Bud Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, alongside your host, Colton. Hey, guys. How's it going? And today we're going to be talking somewhat about the horrible L this weekend, along with uh, some other things, the trade deadline, and just our players in general. So let's go ahead and get started just with the Colts game so we can get it over with. Um, I'll let you start on this one. All right. Um, Well, I'm super grateful for the coronavirus right now because I would have been at that game, and that would have been awful. Um, Basically, the Lions just came unprepared. Um, More on the offensive side than the defense side, which was super weird to me, I think. Um, I don't know. Do you kind of put, do you put that more on, do you put the blame more on the offense or defense from the Colts game? Um, I guess more, okay. More on the offense. It's probably like 70, 30, probably. Yeah. yeah I'll go with that because yeah. the turnovers were bad. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. 14 to 20? No, 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 no. Yes, yeah, 14 to 20. Was it 14 to 20? And then yeah. we were on that, like their 20-yard line, right? And then Stafford yeah. had the sack fumble? The 25, yeah. Yeah, oh. and I think it was third down, so I don't know if we were going to complete the pass or not, but I'm like, okay, that's still three points. That's still three points, 17, 20. Yeah. You're chilling. That, it's a lot different. And then that happened, and I was like, oh, crap. I knew but, as soon as – I I knew it. As soon as he snapped the ball, like – or not as soon as he snapped the ball, but when I left the pocket – I was so like, Darius Leonard's like. Yep. I was like, oh. That? I'm like, oh, this isn't gonna end well. I just have that flinch. I know when he's gonna fumble too. I'm like, oh yeah. crap. Yeah. I can feel it. As you a quarterback, put your, I'm like, put your head down, and you're like, damn. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know. Like that play, the pick six. That is the only way Stafford throws pick sixes. It's only on the out routes and the hitches on the outside. That's the only way most quarterbacks throw pick sixes in the NFL. Actually, it's just because um. Well, the thing is, usually, is he running out route, it's man-to-man, and the guy just undercuts it. But on that one, I don't even know if he saw the linebacker, to be honest with you. I don't think he did. Yeah, like, was The way he threw it, I didn't think he did at all. Because he didn't try to loft it over the top at all. It was a laser. Wasn't that right after the right after the Colts went down and scored a touchdown, too? Yep, so then we were down. Oh, yeah, and then they got the two-point conversion, too. So we were down 28-14. to I was like, fuck. I'm like, all right, <laughs> we got this. We're good, we're good. And then he throws that, I'm like, okay. We just lost. And everyone's like, no, we can still come back. Even the announcers are like, they still got plenty of time. I'm like, bro, momentum, my guy. Ooh, momentum's momentum. not a thing, but I get what you're saying. I don't In-game know. momentum is a thing. Yes, it is. See, and then I'm like, see, the thing about the Lions that, like, is so brutal is it's, what, at that point it was 35 to 14, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, they're not going to do anything. And then Stafford gets sacked on, like, second down. So it's like, well, here we go. They're going to punt. Game over. Um, and then Stafford just like, I think your tweet said you did the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> and it's just like, boom. And then this, I don't know if it was a safety or corner. It's just like, yeah, Marvin Hall, you can go get that. I don't even care. Bro. And you were right too. My freaking Sunday ticket is like a minute to a minute and a half off. Yeah. So I saw a tweet or, oh, it was like my fantasy too. It's like. Matthew Stafford, big play. I was like, damn it. I need to st- I, that's why I'm off my phone during the drives, usually, especially on offense, because I want to like get yeah. surprised by something. And then I was like, well, all right, then I guess there's going to be something <laughs> big. I was like, holy shit, bro. He, 
oh my gosh, he threw that shit so far. I was like, wow. That was just like Marvin Hall. Shout out to Marvin Hall. Dude had his first career 100 yard game. He had like what six receptions. I mean, okay, you take out that he's had like 30, 40 yards, but he was getting open. He was creating space. He was sitting in the right holes. He is a good receiver. So I actually really liked him filling in for Kenny in this game. Grant, he's not Kenny, but it was still good. I like seeing him get receptions, and I think we should include him in our offense more. He's fast. Yeah, let's jump over to that real quick. Um, so Kenny Galladay, I think, had four targets throughout the first half. Um, it seemed to me like he was almost playing gingerly even before he went out. Yeah. Um, what play was it? It was the, I think it was like a tip pass, and Galladay could have, like, extended and easily grabbed it. It was would have only been like four or five yards. But he just seems super reserved and like not trying to go out and make a big play. And. I don't know. Is that, is that something you saw, or is that just me? No, no, I know what you mean. It was a little weird. Yeah, I remember. And then, oh, I think he dropped the ball, too, on one play. I was like, what the hell? I didn't, I hadn't seen that for him in a while. I was surprised. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's not normal. Yeah, that's so, when you realized the offense was going to have a rough day. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when he went out, I don't know, some people were like, well, he doesn't. I don't know. I, I had the feeling that some people thought that he wasn't really injured, but he just mad about his contract. Oh, no, I'm that's, like, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, dude. Yeah. I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm like, don't... I'm like, he has never once said anything about that. He, he's letting his agent do his work, and he loves to play football, and he's going to play football. Yeah. And the way he injured it, because they did the replay, he really messed up his hip. It's a non-contact injury. Like, it was on his cut is what he did. I was like, oh, yeah. that's not good. I don't... It's like... I don't know how to explain it. It may be his hip flexor, but I'm thinking it's almost like where the ball and socket are. Like, when he stepped, that did not look good. He got, like, really messed up. So... That's why yeah. it's kind of a day-to-day and week-to-week thing, like Matt Patricia said, which is a weird way to say it, but it really is because, like, that yeah. might not heal at all. Or, if, honestly, I think it's just going to be to a point where is he going to be able to manage the pain, yeah, I it's think, just, personally. Just going to have to deal with it during the season and then yeah, get healed in the offseason. Um, so, yeah, I think it already came out that they're not expecting him this week. I think Rappaport tweeted that out. Yeah, well, he's um, not going to play this week. I could see him not playing next week either. Yeah, and so our offense without Kenny Golladay is bad. So I actually have a point about that, and then we'll jump okay. over to the contract thing a little bit. And I don't mean this in any slam to Kenny Golladay or anything whatsoever, because I love that man. He's like my favorite player in the NFL. I love that guy to death. Yeah, you have like eight edits of him. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I've done more edits of him than Matthew Stafford. So what I'm saying is, if the Lions' offense can be somewhat decent without Kenny Golladay. I think that actually gives them a bargaining chip going forward in contract discussions. I agree. I just don't think that's going to be a thing. I think when we take him out of our offense, we lose our number one weapon by far. Nothing oh. against TJ Hawkinson because, oh my gosh, they're finally giving them the ball a little bit. Yeah. My fantasy team loves it. I love it. <laughs> the fans love it. It's great. <laughs> but um, yes. I just think we're going to have to transform our offense if we actually want to be successful without him. We can't do what we've been doing. I mean, the offense didn't look awful in the second and third quarters of Chicago or the first quarter of Green Bay, but my point is, like... It looked like they couldn't do anything the rest of the time, though. Yeah, fair point. Mm -hmm. But, and the offense looks way different with him. I'm not discrediting that whatsoever, but I'm saying win a couple games, and then that gives the Lions a little bit of leverage to maybe knock that price tag down one or two million dollars a year, which is huge when the cap's taking a huge hit, you know? Yeah, I get that. And so. 
don't know, dude. I just get a weird feeling that he's going to get paid. It's not going to be by us. And I hate that. I think he'll get... so mad. I know this is a little bit off topic, but I think he'll get franchise tagged. And then from beyond that, I have no idea. I don't know. We'll see. We will. But, okay. um, We're going to talk about this real quick. The rumor that was going around that Kenny Galladay was not at the practice facility on Saturday, the day before the game. Yeah, here I actually that have was the. False. I actually have Pierre's tweet. I'm gonna read it real quick, and by have it I mean scrolling to it right now. Okay, so it says, on. Jason Lacanfora, who I've heard of him before, but he's not really a Lacanfora. main. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. He's he's not like a mainstream NFL guy, but you hear from him every once in a while. Um, but he said that Kenny Galladay wasn't at the team facility on Saturday, and that they had to track him down. And he said that had something to do, with, to do with his contract. And this came out as false by literally everybody else. Um, from Lions Beat reporters. I remember seeing some guy, I don't remember who it was, who was behind him in line in Chick-fil-A uh, early it in the morning. By, dude by the that line. was part of the free press. I'm pretty sure it was Detroit free press or his free or it was M. Life. It was one of those three. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. Um, but he said then, Kenny. But that was in the morning when they were claiming, when that guy was claiming that Galladay wasn't there. So that rumor's false. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, obviously he also said that he was there yeah. three times. He was there in the morning. He left to go get food for the team. He came back. They did all their work the rest of the day, and then he actually came back and did extra work after everyone had already left. So I'm like, don't don't question that. And yeah. and then there were even a few people that were like, wow, this dude's gonna sit out there. Like I don't, I don't want to draw a queen like that. I'm like, oh. that's not him. So when has he ever done anything like that ever? Yeah, he's one of the humblest dudes we have on our team. Yes, he wants his money. We see that. Everyone deserves their money. You play good, you deserve to get paid. But he will not do some petty crap like Michael Thomas or Antonio Brown. He's not that type of wide receiver. He never has been. Yeah. Let's see. So one other big name that uh, came out from the Lions game is Trey Flowers. Um, He exited the game. When was that? Was that late third, early fourth quarter, somewhere around there? Yeah, it was late third. Mm Um. And it was an undisclosed injury, which was kind of weird. Um, Do we I know still know what it is or no? I haven't seen anything. I saw they were working on... They showed it from the back, and they were working on the right side of his body. It looked either like his right arm or his right leg. I couldn't tell. Um, and then someone thought they found the play. I don't know if you remember, but it was when Wilkins ran on the left side of the center for like five yards, and then Trey Flowers just kind of went flying out of nowhere. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. Kind um, of. And that's kind of the, that's kind of when everyone thinks he got hurt. So um, that short-term IR, which is only three weeks, could be a little bit more. But so he could come back. What is that? The Panth? No, that in- does that include the Panthers game? Do you know? That includes the Panthers game, right? It includes this game and then two more. So yeah. Panthers after the red. After the football team. After the football team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, he's eligible to return on Thanksgiving, so that's something to keep an eye on. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. I don't know. It sucks. That's our best pass rusher. Uh, I mean, yes, he's our yeah, best he, pass rusher. I, Romeo Cora has been killing it, bro. He's playing at, like, a solid level right now. He has he's better a, stats than he did last season already. I think he's matched it. He's also in a contract year, by the way. I think we... I don't know. In my opinion, I think if... We have Trey Flowers on that side still. I think we should. I think we can get someone better than Romeo. But if Romeo has a double-digit sack season, 
then sign him for what? Yeah. Freaking what? Four million? I'll be fine with that. Yeah, and we'll see where what happens with the regime. And I think he does yeah. get resigned if Bob Quinn sticks around, Matt Patricia stick around. Um, yeah, I hope so. Uh, okay, so Trey Flowers out. Yeah. Insert Everson Griffin because he has to play this week. What are you thinking? How many sacks do you think he's gonna have this week? Weekend. See, I'm like. How I'm much be- playing time? I guess. What What's your snap percentage? Man, I don't even know. I'm halfway between like starter type level snaps and like. Wow. And that's be- because of the other, not injury, but um, Jared Davis was added to the COVID nineteen list today. Um. Yeah. And obviously he's our pass rushing linebacker, so lines are rough on pass rushers right now. And that's, I was talking about a tweet right before we started this. Um, so you know you could protect up to four practice squad players this week, or per week. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was three. Is it three? Uh, maybe it's three. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, Chris Burke tweeted out that the Lions uh, protected pra- practice squad from this week has a distinct figuring out the plans without Trey Flowers feel. And so D D Virgin like always. And then I don't even I didn't they even had know. two defensive ends. I didn't even know who they yeah. uh, oh Anthony Pittman is one of them. Which is technically a linebacker slash defensive end. But yeah. Yeah. Um so defensive end Cree Martin and defensive end Anthony Pittman. So mm-hmm. kind of a oh crap, what do we do kind type moment for the Lions because pass rush was as miserable as always. And then take away Trey Flowers and, yeah. Bro, and it's, it's just crazy because, like, even around the league, like, teams that are supposed to have good pass rushes this season, they don't. Like, look at the Titans. They signed Jadavian Clowney and Vic Beasley, and they're going to release Beasley on Wednesday. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. In my opinion, I think EG is going to play 50%. Yeah, I can see he that. He may start the game or um, he may start the game and then not come back in until the third quarter or he doesn't start the game and then he's in. All the way from halfway through the third quarter, or halfway through the first quarter to end of the, or middle of the third quarter, like, yeah, 50% of the snaps. Yeah, and I that. think... And then, I think he's going to have two sacks. I can see that. I just hope he has, like, an impact and it's not like a, I don't know, like a washed-up Everson Griffin we're getting. I haven't looked, watched any Cowboys games. Yeah, I don't think we are. I've watched some of the Cowboys games, but he wasn't doing a ton, but he was their best-graded defensive player I mean that's not saying much because the Cowboys defense <laughs> is the worst in the league but um he was their best grade defensive player the week before we signed him so he's getting back that's the thing is like everyone needs to remember that last season he was on the Vikings it wasn't the season before it was yeah. last season last season he was beating us up oh like yeah usual so um I'm excited to see how that goes um I want to roll back on to Kenny real quick though yeah with him being out um like I said, I want Marvin Hall to play. And then I like seeing the tweet from Bevel, actually, the quote from him. He said that Quintus Sivas, it was from a couple weeks back, he said Quintus Sivas has done good because Kenny's been out, and that's why he's been a healthy scratch now, because Kenny's back. But since Kenny's going to be out, Sivas is going to be taking on that role a little bit more. Well, and Hall. Yeah. And then I'm excited to see us get the ball to Sivas more. I like him. I really do, to be quite honest with you. And I think he'll be one of our starting wide receivers next year. So what are your thoughts on him? Um, yeah, that was one of the notes I had um, under the Galladay section is that Cephas is going to see a lot more playing time and actually be active. Um, and I think going back, I think we talked about this after week one. I don't even know if we released that podcast, actually, looking back. Um, but 
that Stafford threw to him like ten times that game, I think. Four catches for like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know on ten targets. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to see how that goes. And we'll see if there's anything there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I like him. I think he can do everything, to be honest. Yeah. Sorry, I want to jump so. back to Jared Davis real quick. I forgot to mention this. Um, so if Jared Davis is so – so we obviously with the coronavirus thing, we don't know if he's tested positive or if he's been in close contact with someone who's tested positive. Yep. Um, but if he did test positive and he has the symptoms, then he's obviously out for Sunday's game. And I think it's 10 days, a 10-day quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, and then if he if he got tested positive but he's asymptomatic, um, he can be cleared in five days with two negative tests, which I didn't know. So he could be eligible to still play this week. So. Yeah. And uh, if he doesn't play this week, then... Like you said, he's our rushing guy. We put him in for situational. I would like Reggie Ragland to blitz a little bit more and just kind of take over those dozen snaps that he plays. I like Reggie Ragland at linebacker. I like Collins and Ragland. I would like for them to play Jalen Reeves maybe instead of Jelani Tobai. I don't think that's going to happen, but, um, yeah. And then what did you think? Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and roll back over to the game. Yeah. What did you think about our – defense then because I mean we talked about the offense they were turned the ball over too much you just can't do that Stafford did and then they were yeah. just we didn't do crap in the running game Bevel needs to stop with the run run pass running on first and 10 and second and 10 with Adrian Peterson or even DeAndre Swift up the middle they know you're going to do it stop doing it it's yeah. too predictable it's horrible like literally you just expect it now like you expect to be predictable and you can't be predictable in an NFL offense and he is and it's dumb we need I was talking with Pierre um, at DLFP Tweets on Twitter. We need more jet motions. We need more pre-snap motions. We need more disguising of what we're doing, and we're not. We're not switching it up. We're not adding in stuff. I like that we did the screen game a little bit, but then we went away from that. And then even the Wildcat with Agnew or just, like, the jet sweeps and stuff like that, get our speedsters the ball and go and open up the passing game. Let Stafford chuck it down the field. Look what happens when he does it. He threw the ball 60 yards down the field to Hall. Let him throw it. And I guess another point is Robin's line had their worst game, I think, by far, in my opinion. We couldn't I, run at yeah. all, and Stafford got sacked five times. So, And I do think that's also credit to the Colts' defensive line. I think they have one of the best defensive lines in the league. That I was think something. we aired our words. Yeah, absolutely. The Colts have a top-five defense. Um, uh, that was one thing I wanted to talk about, actually, was the offensive line. So... What offensive line do you think gives us our best potential on offense? Like, That's from left easy. to right. I mean, sometimes I get which guards are there. Don't don't make fun of me. I don't know which guards are what sometimes. But Decker, Jackson, nailed Ragnow. Nailed, nailed it, by the way. Okay, good. Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Dahl, and Crosby. It's, Oof. I don't know. Actually, no, I take that back. Now I would want Vitae Crosby. Yeah. Like, I don't... Obviously, Joe Dahl was, like, decent, right? He's doing pretty good, bro. When did he go out? He went out after week two? Or after week no. one? I don't, I don't even remember. I thought it was later than that. Hold on, I'll look. Keep talking, though. I'll look. Um, but, yeah, that was one thing I really noticed is that 
And I get they didn't play Crosby because Decker came into that game injured with a shoulder shoulder injury, I think. And so I get you kind of want to you want to hold on to Crosby because if Decker gets hurt, you're screwed. But no, dude, man. just start Crosby. Don't start Vitae the tackle. Yeah, I don't. Don't know. do it. I don't think Vitae's that bad when he plays at right guard. Like he'll get blown up every once in a while, but he's not hundred mm-hmm. percent awful. Like he's decent. But him at tackle, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's rough. I don't want that. Um, but yeah, that was something I noticed. Is that I agree with you. My starting five, I'd want from left to right: Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Vitae, and then Crosby. I think mm-hmm. that what they started that in Arizona. I think. Just and there's no point in taking out. Yeah. Crosby, in my opinion. Like, why are we taking out Crosby? I think it was just because of that injury. and Just in case? What's the whole point of playing just in case ball? I want our best tackles out there. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, that's rough. But um, defensive side as a whole, I feel like John Penasini played really well. Again. Dude, he's a good player. I'm excited. I... Like, really excited for him. Snacks Jr., like, plug up the middle. Literally exactly what I think. Especially him and Shelton are, like, starting to, like, I don't know if it's chemistry, but, like, starting to be good together, which I think is more more fun to watch than Penasini being good by himself. Like, him and Shelton were shutting down the run in that first sec- first quarter, and then, then the offense stopped, like, playing. So then they were gassed, but, like... It's fun to watch, and I'm excited to watch Penasini continue to grow. Yep, me too. So, um, what, what do you think about our secondary? Corners, good. Like, well, good. Actually, hold I up. Amani and Gokuda are good. Coleman disappointed me. I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, he did. He got burned a couple times. Yeah. Also, that P.I. call was weak. It was P.I., but weak. Uh, I, I kind of saw it. It was dumb. Yeah, I don't know. It's we should have gotten a lot more calls in that game, though. Like, not against us, like, for us. We should have yeah. gotten a lot more calls. It was dumb the whole time. But, what, Okuda only let up two catches for, like, 20 yards or something? Like, mm-hmm. 26 That's yards, I think? boy, I'm telling you. Yeah. Literally, I'm telling you, next season, he's going to be amazing. Harmon, solid. Tracy Walker, though, that... I don't know. I mean, Tracy Harman Walker's was solid, look- but I just, in general, I don't think... Our safeties did that good, in my yeah. opinion. And even Tracy Walker throughout this whole year, he's been not a lot of ups, to be honest. I um, wonder if benching him messed with him. I, but that was what he hasn't been. He's played a hundred percent or the majority of the snaps since week three. It's week eight already. I don't know. Like that. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like in general, like maybe that set him off to where he's feeling like he's having to try too hard. Or he's like, all right, you guys aren't actually going to start me, then who cares? I don't know. I don't know. But, like, on he's that Hines, on that. And run cover, or run defense, but not pass yeah. coverage. And that uh, Hines touchdown, he just, like, stopped. Like, was jogging almost. And he's. I was about to bring that up. I didn't know if you saw it. So. But, I mean, even Harmon looked rough on that. I don't know, man. Our defense doesn't. It doesn't seem like our defense wraps up at all. Seems like they always go for the legs or the big like shoulder hits. I don't know. Yeah, because they're aggressive, so they'll go for the legs if it's someone big. But if it's someone small, they're gonna 
try to rock them because they think it's cool instead of actually tackling them like a normal player should. But I mean, even dumb. I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was T.Y. Hilton. No, it was I think it was Naheem Hines again, where he caught the ball on like a flat to the left to the left, and Amani. It was like third and three, and Amani went for the legs, and he jumped over him, like he got hit. Yeah. But it was made him dive, obviously, for going for his legs. And then it makes him get the first down. It's like, bro, wrap up and take him down. I don't know. Exactly. Well, Naheem Hines killed us. Oh, my <sighs> gosh. That was bad. I mean, I'd rather Third Naheem point. Hines than Jonathan Taylor. I just traded away Jonathan Taylor in fantasy this week. So. <laughs> so. But, um, I don't know. Phillip Rivers carved us up. Yeah. If he's going to do anything, our linebackers, we need to stop running man coverage on in the middle of the field. They just run crossers, and it's killing us. Like, they just run crossers across the middle, and our, I'm almost positive that it was man-to-man, and they ran a crosser, and our corner, I don't know who it was, it might have been Amani, had to run all the way across the field and through both of our linebackers. And that's why they got, like, 27 yards on the play. Oh, that was, like, the first big play of the game, I think, right? Yeah. I was like, why yeah. the fuck do you put him in that position? Yeah. It's stupid. I don't I don't even know what you do there to be honest. It's it's other than not playing man, but then playing zone coverage even when you're getting shredded, so it's because we're playing Philip Rivers. Like veteran quarterbacks know how to beat man know how to beat zone coverage. All zone coverage is just yeah. quick tackling and giving him cushion and he has spots and he's able to find those spots. But the only way to have good man coverage is if you get pressure and we did not get enough pressure on them at all. Yeah, that's what I was just about to bring that up. Actually, it seems like after the bye week in Jacksonville, we blitzed a decent amount. Atlanta, we blitzed less, and then we—it's like going downhill. It sucks. Why do they stop doing what works? It makes zero sense. Yeah, I don't know. I man. don't get it. It's like I was just mad because I don't know. Yes, our offense played bad, and our defense played bad. Our defense played decently bad. But who do you put the blame on? Okay, Bevel needs to call better plays. Stafford can't throw interceptions and fumble the ball. I understand that. Our running game needs to be effective at all because it was not. Our safeties need to cover better. Our linebackers need to be faster. <laughs> we need to not run as much man coverage. We have so many issues with this team. And the fact that we're 3-4 and four still, it's crazy. Like, I know we've played bad teams, and we're about to play bad teams again. But we're not a good enough team to beat good teams, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think we are. It's just going to suck that we're going to get to, like, what, let's pretend we win the next three weeks, and then we're 7-4, and four, like we were saying last week, and all pumped up. Oh, yeah, we're going to get our hopes all kinds of up. Yeah, and then we'll be 7-4 and four and lose smacked. five straight. Be 7-5. and five. Or 7-9, and nine, I mean. That's why I really think we can end up 7-9. and nine. Oh, That's going to suck. Um, but no, I don't know how, I don't think Bevel's bad enough to fire him mid-season. That'd be nice, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I don't And, okay, I talked about I this more... on Twitter. What were you going to say? I, I was going to say, I have more problems with the offense than the defense right now. This It's just so frustrating. I have problems equally with both of them. I have uh, problems equally with both of them, which is why I'm mad. But... Okay, Bevel's scheme works best when 
running game is successful, look at Jacksonville. Look at the, uh, yeah, look at Jacksonville. We shredded them with a running the ball. Swift had a great game, and it also works best when you roll out the quarterback. Yeah. Which Stafford's not a rollout quarterback. He makes his best throws from inside the pocket. It's not that he can't roll out or bootleg, but that's not his game. He's better when he sets up and has a platform to throw the ball. So I just don't think that him, those design rollouts and stuff like that should be ran, to be honest with you. Ooh, I don't agree with that. I don't, no. You missed me I think there. they should be, I think they should be ran, but they're not going to, like, what? They're not going to work. He's not fast enough. They have a fast edge rusher off, off. yeah, they have a, the, the defense that we play, they have an edge rusher that's quick. He's going to get a Stafford in like two and a half seconds if he rolls out to that edge. If he rolls out to the other way, he's rolling out left. If he's rolling out left, it's awkward arm movement, it's awkward throw. He's not going to be very accurate. Yeah. It's easy to stop a rollout if that's really what they're going to plan on doing. I'd rather him stay in the pocket and throw and have a good offensive line. When, he's, when he isn't hit and he has time to throw in the pocket, he still throws lasers. Have better routes. Scheme guys open. He should sit in the pocket, in my opinion. You think he should roll out? I mean, I'm not saying, like, roll out exclusively, but it, taking that okay, out completely. Say out of 60 snaps. How many snaps? Okay. Say out of 60 snaps on offense, we run the ball 20 times. We got 40 snaps. How many of those snaps do you want to roll out? 10. Okay. I'm okay with that. 10's fine. I just don't want, like, no 17 or something. No. But, I don't know. It's just so frustrating. Everything's frustrating, bro. And we're, then we didn't even... Detroit Lions fans, man. We didn't talk about this yet, but the 10 players on defense, not not happened once, but it happened twice. And uh, throwback to 2017, this is something Caldwell did against a kind of have-to-win game in Baltimore in 2017. Oh, I remember that game. Yeah, uh, that... All right, now I'm not as frustrated against from this game, but that game was awful. Game was like 44 to 20, dude. It's Joe Flacco. Come on. Anyway. I don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not happened once, but uh, ten players on defense twice. I know the two point conversion they had ten, and what the other one was that. I remember it was on like the Colts 20. I don't remember what drive it was though. I didn't care to be quite honest with you. I'm Fair like, point. You mess up. I don't care what play it is. You still messed up. That's, yeah. a, that's the player's fault for not being on there in the package, and it's the coach's fault for not knowing that there's 11 players in the field, and it's the captain's fault on defense for not counting the amount of players that are on the field. Yeah. So. They all messed up. So, I don't know. In my opinion, this was a loss that looked worse than it was, but we still lost to a team that I think we should have beat. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I think it all comes back down. I think we were just talking about it when the Lions – it was 14-20. to 20. Lions had the ball in the Colts, 25. Completed an 8-yard pass to Marvin Jones, and boom, you're golden. Mm-hmm. But yeah. strip golden. sack, touchdown, pick six, Ugh. and that was it. Bad. Flipped like that. Um, let's see. Let's jump to who's someone who impressed you who we haven't talked about yet. In this game? Yeah. Actually, maybe someone we talked about, because there weren't a lot of players that impressed. Nope. Um, well, I mean, I already picked him, so Marvin Hall. All right. How about you? Marvin Jones, dude. Yeah. Marvin Jones showed why we should keep him on the roster. And 
granted, I don't think there was a chance we did trade him, even if Galladay was healthy. Um, but, no, Marvin's yeah. still, like, a really good player, and, yeah. I, I love me some Marvin, man. I do, too. Like, I don't know why we don't get in the ball. If we really are phasing him. And that's the thing, is, like, if we are going to phase him out, that was because I trade him. And we're not trading. We didn't trade him. The trade deadline's over. So why don't we get in the ball more? Like, when he catches the ball, bro, he's aggressive. Like, he gets yeah. yak, in my opinion. Like, he'll go. Like, I like how he, he snatches it. I don't know. The way he catches it is so cool, in my opinion. Yeah. But just get in the ball more. Gets, you guys have plays in the offense for Kenny G. Why don't you have plays in the offense for Marvin Jones? Yeah. I liked how we're I like how we're getting hawked the ball again. We have good things on both sides of the ball. The problem is our bad things are really bad. So Yeah. That's just where I'm at. Okay. And then one player you thought did really bad. You want me to go first or do you want to? Go for it. Um so I'm gonna stick with all reliable, uh Adrian Peterson. Um and not because I don't think it's his fault that I mean he's old, I get that. But I I don't think it's his fault for being ran on first down every single time. Like, I almost feel bad for the guy because he had a, a really good week one, a decent week two, a decent week three, and that's mm-hmm. just gone downhill from the, from there. Um, but the yards per carry thing is what's really concerning me, and this is the second time in a row that I've talked about it, but his yards per carry are still going down week from week, week to week. Um. Yeah. And I agree. That's and sense. and I think take. he gets better at that by not being the starter, as in like, hey, start Swift, start like change the pace. Um, I don't know. It comes down to the offense being super predictable. I think. There you go. Where even I don't know. I guess ninety percent of the time, Adrian Peterson runs on first down. It's so bad. It's and so bad. And I don't think that's his fault, and I think he could be used a lot better. I, I he did could see be they used better and and be more efficient. Yeah. So. So that I'm gonna sense. say put that more on Bevel. So I'm gonna go with Bevel actually over <laughs> over AP. Okay. Um. Offense was awful, and that's Stafford. That's AP. That's everybody, man. Hmm. Um. Okay. Mine. I'm gonna go with. Eh, I'm just going to go with the group. I'm going to go with the O-line. They allowed Stafford to be sacked five times, and we could not run the ball at all. Yeah. That's on them. Yes, you can say, okay, maybe it was on one or two guys, but the end of the day, it's on them. So, get better. That was a bad game. We had our words. I apologize. The Colts are a top five defense. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that it was just bad. And then, okay, let's go ahead and... Shut up about that. We can throw that away. Start thinking about the uh, game this weekend. Um, against, ugh, ooh, against the Vikings. I don't know how to feel about that. We'll talk about that in the next episode. But yep. um, trade deadline. It did just end earlier today. Um, were you surprised that we did not make any more moves, buying or selling? And were you surprised that there was not much movement at all around the NFL? No. And I've been talking. One of my best friends, he's a Packers fan. I've talked about him a couple times. Um He's disgusting. A, <laughs> um, but we're both like at the same knowledge level and can have like a decent conversation. Like it doesn't surprise me at all that the Lions like stood. Um, Almost like, every who, team did. 
who are you going to trade for? You're not going to trade for Julio Jones. You're not going to trade for Will Fuller. Like, everyone's... Miles Jack, Ryan Kerrigan. Like, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't surprise me because draft picks are going to be so valuable next year just because of the salary cap going down. So getting talent for cheap, which is what a draft pick is, is going to be so valuable. And then not to mention the NFL cap rules are kind of weird um, with signing bonuses and dead cap kind of staying with the team that they originally signed with. So it doesn't surprise me at all that the Lions and the NFL in general didn't do anything, but specifically the Lions because they're in a win-now season. You're not going to trade away Marvin Jones. You're not going to trade away whoever because of because you lost a nasty home game. Yeah, I agree. I I didn't see us doing anything, if at all. But just it was weird that there was not really anything going on. It was a very boring deadline. Very boring. But overall, let's see what we got then. I hope Everson Griffin produces some sacks, and I hope the rest of our team figures out what the hell to do. Yeah. They already should know what to do, but they're not doing it. So. All right. Um, you got anything else before we go and wrap this up? No, I think about. I think I covered everything, right? Yep. Yeah, you had everything on our checklist, so we're good to go. All right. Um, thank you guys very much for joining us on episode 15, Lions versus Colts thoughts. Just general information on everything and the trade deadline as well. Thank you all very much. Peace out. Have a good day, guys. Go Lions. Yeah.